Great Scott. The Great Scott Show. And as they head into the final furlong, all of the other radio stations and radio hosts are left in the wake of a keen turn of speed by the Great Scott Show, the champion. With Scott Prather. Steal the show. Hello, everybody, and welcome into the Great Scott Show. It is Thursday morning. We are just inching closer to October, which I think is one of the. I think I think it's the best sports month of the year. I mean. You got the fall weather changing. You've got the World Series. You've got just the meat of the college football schedule, the high school schedule, if you're into it. You've got the start of the NBA season. You have some great NFL games. It's just, we're close to just a wonderful month. And yet we're still here in September. And we've got someone in studio who, um, you know, I, I haven't seen him since he's traveled north of the border and back. It's been about five weeks since he's been on. He will tell you back by popular demand. I'll tell you back by popular demand. <laughs> the former NFL wide receiver, former Raging Cajun, a, a state trooper, a man who serves the public. James Butler is here. Jay Butt, what's up, man? How are you? Um, I'm good, man. How you doing? You say you're good, man. When I when I I I get texts from you, I see you on social media, and I'm like, I need to check on 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 Jimmy. He looks he it's, looks pretty yeah. down. It's been a it's been a it's been a crazy couple weeks, man. I'm not gonna lie, it's been a crazy couple weeks. All right, give me before we get started, because I can already tell you just you're feeling down. Yeah, no, I'm not down. I'm I'm optimistic. I'm just kind of disappointed. All right, before we talk about your disappointment, okay. which I'm sure at some point you'll say you're disappointed in me. Cause no, I'm not disappointed with you in anything. It, it, well, give, give, give me a couple minutes. <laughs> um, what's, give, me, give me, I just, give me, the start, the, the show's just starting. Okay. A positive note. Give, it doesn't have, it, doesn't, it could be sports, not sports. Give me, give, give the listeners something positive to chew on to start their morning. Uh, God is great. God is um, great. Listen. You got to start this morning off with a positive mindset. Try to be a better version of version of yourself today okay. than you was yesterday. Whatever you want to work on, whatever there is that you have to get better at, right. whatever you feel, you know, you just need to to work on, whether it's your marriage, whether it's being a parent, whether it's your job, just let's focus on that today. Okay? So we being positive. I appreciate you starting the show off like that, man. You don't normally do that, see, but... I appreciate that. Well, I feel like you need it. You need to pick me up because, you know, the reality is the the teams that in football, but it's still the sport, early. Though. The sport, no, I mean, we're, we'll get to but the the sport that you 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 bled for. You know, you were in a Packers locker room. You were in training camp. You you played, you know, five years for the Raging Cajuns. I mean, Sports Center top ten multi times. You got four bowl rings. You just grew up on the Saints. I mean, unabashed, fanatic. And so the teams that you love, 
I mean, they're they're not off to the best starts here, James. Where yet? Where yet? Which one? Which one are you more down about right now? And why? It's it's. I have to say it's equal. I have to say it's equal, man. I love them both, but I'm optimistic because it's still early. But all right, all right, all right. it's still early, man. Give me, give me another reason. I mean, you, come on, you played football. Give me another reason aside from it's still early. Or, or what happened? If, at- if that's if that's legitimately the main thing, explain to me and our audience in football terms why that that's why you, like why is it's still early? The optimistic side from a football standpoint. Okay, so Scott, you're a historian. What happened in 2017 with the Saints? They were 0 2. Okay, so what are we going not right now? Well, shoot, two years ago they were, or 2020 they were one and two. And so how did 2017 turn out? 2017 you had a, a, an all-time great QB and you had a great that's, coach. That's not what I asked you. I said, how did it turn no, out? I mean, it, it, well, it, it, it ended in just absolute tears. Right, but the but the fact of the matter is we got there. We were almost there. Turned out great. I mean, they, they hit a stride. They turned it around. The expectations were not high in 2017 going into the season. Right. You were coming off, okay. you know, three straight – non-winning seasons, your start 0-2, it's like, man, it might be time for a change. And then suddenly the greatest draft class in the history of the NFL started showing up, and it was like, that's true. okay, now you got all these rookies on these rookie deals that are insanely good. Right. Drew's still got it. Shaw, I mean, they figured it out. This is fun. This is great. I mean, it was, uh, it was a special year. One of the more fun years in the history of the franchise. We're gonna turn it around, man. That's okay. We're gonna turn it around. All right. you, what? I, I but like I need I, I I I look. I'm not. I'm glad you're optimistic, and I'm I'm glad if I'm sure if I had talked to you on Sunday, you would not have had this smile on your no, face. No, man. I think I was about to cry. But like, <laughs> I'm sure the tone. But give me. I mean, look. I know it's the fan in you, but like football wise. Okay. Give me a reason to think they're gonna turn. And I'm not even. Bear in mind here, I'm, I'm not even going to share my opinion about what I feel one way or the other. Right now, I just want to quiz your football mind, not your fan mind. Okay. That's so hard. That's hard for me to what do. What in your football mind is telling you they're going to turn it around? Man, that's hard to do because, you know, I can't. There's no difference with me. For me, it's. I'm asking it's, you to try to separate. Okay, I'm going to try to. Try. Now, if this answer seems a little, <laughs> you know, skewed, you know, I, 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 there's no way I can do it. Uh-huh. But now, nah, man, I just feel, well, you know, um, we just make a lot of mistakes, man. And I think a lot of the mistakes that we make or have made can be cleaned up. You know, you, you can work on taking care of the football. You can work on, you know, some of the penalties. You can work on chemistry. Um, and I just feel if we have to have more leadership to be able to fix those things, we have to, we have to look ourselves in the mirror and say, Hey, we need to fix these things or we're not going to get better. We're going to continue to go on this downward spiral that we've been going in. And so let's focus on these things. Let's focus up. Let's get it right because we have a talented team. Right. So the, the thing with that is the reason why I say leadership is because I feel like we came into the year with so much expectation that it's like it's almost like trying to put that product on the field without actually doing the work so we have to actually do the work to you know like I said like the defense has been together not of course not the entire defense but you know Dennis Allen still calling the defense you know for offensively you know we just got a couple things we've got to gel together a couple things we've got to work on 
and we'll be okay. We have great talent. You know, we just have to gel. And didn't I don't think the offense really practiced together for a large portion of camp. And so it's going to take a while to gel. We're going to get it together, and we're going to take off. And then I'll be back here saying, I told you so. And that's my answer. When will you be back here saying, I told you so? After after Sunday at about 11 a.m. I'll be like, I told you so. We back, baby. So that's if they win Sunday, you feel like it's all We you. back. <laughs> we back up. James Butler is uh, here this morning, everybody, with a cup of optimism and uh, I anything but cynicism. I, I just, come on. You're not worried about Dennis Allen a little bit right now? No. Alvin Kamara said, we, we don't have our swagger. We got to find our swagger. This is not a confident team. They have fumbled four. They have lost four fumbles in three weeks. You know how many fumbles they lost last year? How many? Four. Okay. No, I'm sorry. Five. All of last season. Okay. Five. They turned it over eight times. You know how many times they turned it over in 2019? How many? Eight times the whole season. That, and that's fine. That's okay. This is a team right now that does not have their swagger, that does not have their confidence, that is shooting themselves in the foot, and that has an offense that has been absolutely atrocious. Right. I mean, horrible. Mm-hmm. Outside of some hurry-up offense in the fourth quarter of a few games when teams weren't blitzing, Cosmetic yards, in my opinion. They've been awful. Come on. Let's be real. Yeah, that's, You said Jameis Winston was going to be the MVP. Jameis Winston has been bad. I mean, I didn't think he was going to be hurt. No, 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 no. You said <laughs> I didn't think Jameis he was going to be hurt. I didn't think he was going to be Drew hurt. Drew Brees played hurt plenty of but times. But Drew Brees, man. This exactly. Is not, this is not Drew Brees. No, I know. This is the guy you said was going to be the MVP of the but league. I didn't know he was going to be hurt. Okay. No. But listen, I don't care when what is you being hurt. All right, right. First of all, he is hurt. When is being heard ever excused a starting quarterback from play? So, Scott, are you sitting there saying that all of this is his fault? Uh, no, no, I'm not. I'm not. And I'm not saying that Andy Dalton would suddenly fix some of because the issues Because let, let's, let's be honest. But, but, but he is the quarterback, and he has played bad. Okay, he's played bad, but it has not been entirely his fault. He's not the only reason that the offense has struggled, no. I got questions about Pete Carmichael. This team can't pick up a blitz to save their life. But the quarterback has played bad. I will say this. I have more questions about Pete Carmichael and the play calling selection. And like I said, I'm an offensive guy. So I, I look at the when he's calling plays, at what time, at what moment, at what, you know, what part of the field. And I'm analyzing that based on my football knowledge. And a lot of the things he's doing, I I'll be honest, I don't understand. And secondly Give me an example. Like okay, we're 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 back then. I forgot what what y'all line we're on, but we're we're back then, and it's second and ten, and you run the ball to make it third and eight, third and seven. I don't understand that. I, I heard like I heard Sean Payton say one time, and it made perfect sense to me. He said, "It it doesn't matter what quarterback you have in the game. You have to make it easy for them. You don't want them to feel like they have to put the game on their backs." I try to keep it to third and three, third and sure. four, easy completion, maybe run for it. Let's keep the chains moving. I, I feel Without like almost – run game, though, what, how is that going to help any quarterback? Right, I agree. But I feel like with every – it feels like almost every third down, it's like third and seven, third and eight, third and nine, third and 15. 
for any quarterback that's going to be hard to complete. Now, I'm not saying James is totally innocent in this. He's not. But a lot of this is like, I, I don't like a lot of the situations he's being put in. Now, granted, I, I know, you know. Don't be we, a Jameis stand though. Let's be real. He no, has, I, no, I'm being real. And, and the whole blitz pickup thing, he has to do better with that. He's, he's, because and I, it's easy to say on the outside looking in when we're looking on the TV and we can see the blitzer. But, man, you're a quarterback. Like, you have to learn how to pick that up at some point. I don't know what it is that – I don't Carolina, know. Carolina, who's who's a bad football team, and right now the Saints are a bad football team. I mean, they got beat by a bad football team. Right. They didn't do what Atlanta did. They were like, whoa, all right, we might be up in the fourth quarter. They just went – he's in a rhythm. We stopped blitzing. We're going to get back. Atlanta just right. decided to stop blitzing for I – I still don't understand why. <laughs> that, that game – It's Atlanta. It's hard for me to enjoy that game because it was – Feels like ages ago, uh, but it was hilarious. But Carolina's like, we're not, we're not going to do that. The, and I, wait, and look, can I can I say a quick thing? Yeah, my parents came to my house for that game, and we were doing terrible. And the moment they left is when we started to come back. So you know what I said? Y'all cannot come back to my house for another game and watch it again because obviously y'all are the bad luck. That we don't need, but they didn't come for the last game, so I don't know what's going it's on. I wore a Jameis jersey the first game. The I, I might be. Apparently I wore a Jameis jersey the first game. We won. Then I wore a Demario Davis jersey. jersey. I've been had it. And then I had a Demario Davis jersey the second game, but we lost. So then I went back to the Jameis jersey for the Carolina game. When did game, you get a Jameis Winston jersey? I've been having it. When you like, say you've been having it, like I'm, I'm asking, how long? He's only been on the team a few years, and. He, I get think got the beginning of last year. Okay, all right. When he finally he was Start the starting quarterback. Season. Yeah. Well, Jameis, this is the deal. You were you were getting on my case when you were asking me questions the last time we talked a month ago about quarterbacks I would take over Jameis, and mm-hmm. you were you were hammering me. You were hammering me for saying Tua. You were hammering me for saying. You really said Tua. Tua? I, you you asked me too, and I was like, maybe. I mean, I I didn't I didn't definitively say yes. I said I don't know. I mean, it's not like two has shown a lot, but at least I think there's a higher there's a ceiling there. I could talk. You're like, man, that's ridiculous. Stop, shut up, Scott. Tua has my. You said Daniel. Kirk Cousins. I said, look, Kirk's numbers are much better. I would not take, but no. No. I couldn't do it just because he's Kirk Cousins. Although you know, this Sunday will probably do great. No, um, he's not. You know, I said Derek Carr. You said I was stupid. No, you I couldn't didn't. believe it. I did not say that for Derek Carr. I didn't say that. You, you, you were like, "Are you serious, Scott? Are you serious, Derek Carr? How are you doing that?" Yeah, and 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 my thing was like, I'm not. I don't even hate on Jameis. I think he's he's a middle of the pack quarterback. Now, okay. how you get to that ratio isn't because he's Kirk Cousins. It's because one week he's elite, and the next week he's like awful. But we haven't seen. A good Jameis yet this season. And if he's too hurt to play, then he shouldn't be playing. And if he's not too hurt to play, then he should be open to criticism. There are like, uh, there are these weird Jameis stands out there that get on my case whenever I point out that he's not great. And then whenever people say he's the worst quarterback ever, I'm defending him. And then they're like, oh my God, how can you even like Jameis? I'm like, look, y'all are acting like he's, he's, you know, uh, Ryan Leaf, sorry, Ryan, who's a friend of mine, but you're acting like he's Ryan Leaf in like '98. Like, come on, like let's let's just be real about he's never been the best, he's never been the worst, mm-hmm. and he can be problematic at times. And if the offense, which has weapons, more weapons than they did it last year, mm-hmm. is not, it's not all they have to be. 
James, all they have to be is adequate. If they are average, the Saints are winning football games. They are. I because agree. they've got they do have a really good defense. I mean, it was three to three in the fourth quarter against Tampa. Mm-hmm. They won week one. And last week it was a defense that like they had that one awful play where PJ Williams just whiffed. Yeah. Chenault's touchdown. Um, and then the other touchdown Carolina got was, you know, it was it was a scoop and score on a fumble. Right. They were also playing Baker Mayfield, who's bad. So And then two missed field goals. Yeah. I mean, but by I'm just talking specifically about the defense and right. what they gave right. up. I mean, not the Saints, you know, they're they they had all kind of problems. And the special teams had a really bad day when, you know, they should be a lot better than that. But all the all the offense has to be as average, and right now, they're not even really close to that, and that's sad. In the first three quarters of all four games of all three games this season, they scored thirteen points. So, are you are you a start Andy Dalton type of guy? Are you saying starting? Because I'm not. not not I don't know I I would if the Saints did it I, if if they made that call I wouldn't blame them, but I don't know that that's going to fix your issues. If the Saints can't pick up a blitz. Then Andy Dalton is not going to be the guy that's been to multiple Pro Bowls, the guy that currently has the sixth most fourth quarter comebacks of all active quarterbacks in the league. He would be like Ryan Leaf in '98 if you can't figure out the blitzes. And We're right now the they, they can't the seem to figure that. Not all. Of, well, it's interesting. In week two, it seemed like that was the case. Dennis Allen insinuated as much. Last week, it felt like it was maybe some of it was on the O-line based on some things that, you know, Deuce McAllister and others have said that are watching okay. the tape. So, you know, it's it, yeah, I think I think actually in week two, I think if Andy Dalton had played, I think the Saints probably would have won. I, I can agree with that. Now, this past week, mm, I don't know because they, you know, they couldn't do anything blitz-wise. And Dalton's a guy that if he has time, he he's good. If he doesn't, forget about it. So I'm not, I'm not opposed to try and Andy Dalton, but I don't think that I'm. I don't think the sole issue with this offense right now is Jameis Winston. Right. So, you know, I, I think they have to clean a lot of things up. If Jameis, if Jameis plays bad this Sunday, forty seven hundred miles away, and he is just off on his throws, and it's another performance like that, I don't know that Dalton fixes it, but I think you got to try something. Yeah, I, see, I don't think. I think we're watching him. I think he just needs to settle down. Like, it, it seems like when he's back there, it's like he's expecting the pressure to come. It, he doesn't seem comfortable. And I, and I get it. He's hurt. But he just has to settle down. He has to trust the play call and go through his pro- – because if you watch him, he's not really going through his progressions right now. It's like he's nervous that the pressure's going to get to him. He's not going to make that play. And if you if you get sacked on that, then that's on you. People point out, well, Kamara was wide open on this one, or the tight end was there, and that was the second read. I'm like, if he's throwing it on the first read and the guy's open, it's not even the wrong play. He just missed on the throw. Right. Like, the throw to Jarvis Landry in the end zone, that was way off. But that was that a bad route by Kamara was wide open on, and you would have at least had a first down, and, you know, it, and then they missed a field goal. Right. The Jarvis Landry the play. That just, they just, they kill you. The Jarvis Landry play, they tried to run a pick. And the pick didn't run smoothly for Jarvis Landry to make it through. You're talking that's, about the play in the end zone. In the end zone, yeah, that's why it was a bad throw because they tried to run the little cross well, pick play. Either way, if you, it, the point is, if you make the throws, the quarterback has got to be there. If you don't, and you take what's what's given to you, and right. it's like it's he's kind of like 
there isn't an either or right now. There's a lot of well, that that, that read was there. He just missed on the throw, and then he he and the thing is, people are like, oh God, you know, in '02 the Saints were nine and four, and they left Aaron Brooks in there, and he was hurt, and they should have played Jake Jake Delhomme, and yes, they should have played Jake. That was not like Brooks when he was hurt, and that was a debacle because the Saints should have been in the playoffs. He couldn't throw the ball like eight yards. Like, oh, wow. It, no, I mean, when he was hurt, like yeah. that season, his shoulder was gone. It was stupid. That was ridiculous. And he was good the beginning of that season. He was really good. The Saints were off to a great start. They were, you know, one of the better teams in the league. And then they fell apart, losing to a bunch of last place teams at the end of the season because they wouldn't play Jake DeLone when Aaron Brooks was clearly hurt. Jameis is hurt. And I know there's talk of with well, a long ball, there's still velocity on the ball. Like, mm-hmm. it's not like the ball's coming out. Like it's being thrown by, you know, whoever. I mean, it, 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 there is some velocity on it, but he's not playing well. And the offense isn't playing well. And the team's not playing well. And if, if, if they don't have their swag, at some point, you start looking at the coaches, you start looking at this other stuff, because the expectation for this team was a lot more than this. Now, they've got 14 more games to your We're going to turn it around, man. They got 14 more games. But and it starts if they weekend. play bad this Sunday morning in London, does James Butler hit that panic button? No. What would it take for you to hit the panic <laughs> button? That's what I want to know. Yeah, like because it's even even it's it's not like they've been like they're both of the games they've lost. It's like they're man, one player here or there. It's different, right. but it, if you watch it. You can see the mistakes. You can see the offense. It's like you're, okay, so they're close to being 3-0. and I don't care. I'm watching this offense, yeah. and I'm concerned. We got to be disciplined, man. We have to be more disciplined. And I don't know, and that's a, I, I hate to say it, but that's a Dennis Allen thing. Right. You no, know, it is. It is. He he deserves some criticism here. Um, that I, I criticize him more for the penalties and, and things like that and the, the lack of identity as a whole because we, you know, Cam Jordan said after the game, obviously he was really disappointed. He's like, man, you know, we've got a strong locker room. We have strong leaders. I'm like, well, this is when they need to. Oh, yeah, definitely. This is when it matters. This right. is when it counts because Peyton in there right. holding everyone accountable. So uh, it, it, we'll see what happens. I'm Scott Prather. That is James Butler, former NFL receiver, former Raging Cajun. Um, we can't take calls this morning. James is is currently working, so this is pre-recorded, just so everyone knows. Although you know it is a lovely morning, I'm glad he's here. Um, but it's pre-recorded, and with that, once it, once you record this, we can't go back and edit it. Okay. What, what's the Saints' record going to be by week nine? Their bye doesn't come until after that. So what's their record? After week nine. You know what? Hold on to that thought, James. We'll be right back. This is ESPN Lafayette, the best ticket in sports. To the great Scott show on a Thursday morning, James Butler, former NFL wide receiver, uh, lunatic Saints fan. I said it. He is. And, um, I, you know, you played in the league, James. I would like to think that you can be objective, but then I remember that you're you and you're not. And I'm trying to help you here. 
but the Saints right now are playing like a bad football team because they are a bad football team currently as we stand. And it's three weeks into the season. Okay, what will their record be after week nine? Man, you put me on the spot. After week nine. Talking so we Mike. played, what, three games? We played three games already? Yeah, yeah. So so you got so you got six more games. What's their record going to be? Six and three. Six, six and three. Yep. You got Minnesota this Sunday. Win. You got Seattle. Win. You got Cincinnati. Win. You have Arizona on the road on a Thursday night. They're trash. Win. You have the Raiders. Win. They didn't win the game yet. And then you have the Ravens on Monday night. <sighs> That's going to be tough. On Monday night? Raiders are so close to being 3-0 and on their 0-3, but yeah. Yeah. We played the Ravens on Monday, on night, Monday night? November 7th. Week nine, right there. We're gonna shut Lamar Jackson down. Win. Okay, so so the so, Win. so when I start going week to week, now you suddenly have the Saints at seven and two. Yep. Okay. Now before the season, wait, we lost had, two games or three. The Saints are one and two right now. So you I had them winning every game. I read. Now, did you have the Saints losing to the Panthers? Of course not. No. Nah. Did you have them losing to the Bucks at home? No, you did. Mm-hmm. So now, see, see, you see, I start giving you the names of the teams, and then that fan comes out, and you, you're acting like these are all gimmies. You know, you know what those teams are looking at right now? They're like, dude, the Saints look like trash against Carolina. That's a win for us. That's what whoever the James Butler equivalent is of of some guy in in, in Cincinnati right now is saying the same thing about the Saints but that you're wrong. saying about those teams. But they're wrong. I'm right. <laughs> okay. There's no. I hope you're right. I am right. But are you willing to? I I would bet you money the Saints will not be seven and two. How much you gonna bet? Hundred bucks. <laughs> no, I do like fifty. Fifty bucks. I do fifty. So if they lose this week, you already owe me fifty. I have bucks. to. I have to pay you fifty bucks. Yes. I I respect. I I respect it. I respect your fandom. We got to shake on it. Oh, I'll, look! If we you really want to do it, we'll shake on it. And if they are seven and two, I will gladly give you fifty bucks. Okay, that's fine. Glad I would be. I if you told me right now, Scott, pay fifty dollars and and I, and the Saints will win like six straight. I'd be like, all right, and I'm I don't have much money, but I'll be like, here you go, take it, take my money. So I hope I mean, you're right, James. I am right. People are like, oh, Scott, you can't do that. Now you're gonna be hoping to lose. Wrong. I I I hope that they win all of them. Shoot, I got a future on the Saints, betting wise. I mean, I come on. I, I say this, man. It, with changes in sports like that, you have to. This is why, like, this moment right here is pivotal for obvious reasons. Because the way they respond to this is gonna make or break how like the team well, obviously how they move going forward, but just like how they play diff- in different situations, different games, like when adversity hits, how they respond to that. I'm I'm really interested to see how they respond to this, like from, from just being down yeah. and out, because this is really going to prove how Dennis Allen is as a coach. I think one strong performance will have everyone feeling better. Right. Because it, it, they have the weapons on offense. Yeah, but... I mean, and now I know you they have, have a bunch jail, of receivers though. hurt right now. I get all that. But, like, when you've got Alvin Kamara and Michael Thomas right. and, and Jarvis Landry, we can throw Chris Olave in there. And you, when you've got guys like that, you should not 
score zero points in three quarters against the freaking Panthers. But like we don't have. Give identity. me a break, dude. You have got to do better than that when you have weapons like that. You can't score three points in three quarters against Tampa, even though their defense is good. You, you got to be better than that. And I agree. It's just it's just trash right now. Yeah, and the are. special teams, which should be great, was trash on Sunday. How are what these players that? being hurt? Like just like that? how do you like I don't like how, what what is Marcus May doing? Like how all of a sudden he just got hurt? I don't know. Whatever. And then like don't ask him if you run into him on the highway. <laughs> I mean, if you ever pull him over, I mean you're a state true. Be careful. Why would you pull say? over that what? Why would you say that? Yell at some That's the... girls in his car and flashed a gun, allegedly. <laughs> The guys, the guys apparently got that's, some road rage, that's, that's, and he's <laughs> got in a fight. Was with the Jets, messed some dude up in a bar. I mean, you know, guys. Oh man, could use some man. anger management. Man. <laughs> but how was he? Like, was he hurt? Like, when did he get hurt? I don't know. I guess. In, I guess against the the box. I don't know. I mean, is he playing this week? Alante Taylor is now on IR. I don't oh, know. We'll, you know we, won't, we won't know until later, but. It's uh, not too good. When does the injury report come out? Oh, yes. I'm glad you asked because it is not good. First one of the week came out yesterday. You know, Jameis, as everyone knows, didn't practice yesterday. Said he's practicing today. Coach Dennis Allen said he was. Precautionary. Okay, you got Taysom Hill and Andy Dalton taking QB reps. Ryan Ramchek didn't practice. Listed his rest. But Jarvis Landry and Michael Thomas, both DNPs. Andrus Pete, a concussion, DNP, Marcus May, Taysom Hill, Traquan Smith, Deontay Harder, JT Gray, Marcus Davenport, of course, Alvin Kamara, and Paulson Adebo, all limited. There's 13 players. You got multiple all pros on that list. It is it is bad, but, you know, it's the first injury report of the week with 13 players on it. Key players, just, it's not good. Oh, okay. it's, just, it's just the first one. I mean, you you would you want to look at an injury report? Okay, who is limited? Who is full? Who is DNP? And then what are they the next day? And then what are they on Friday? If someone's DNP for three straight days, it's pretty safe bet they're not going to play. Right. Someone's okay. LP, it's questionable. If someone has a setback. Oh, they were limited, but then there was. I mean, Jameis back back and suddenly oh, also an ankle. Like what the heck's going on here? And they're in London. I mean, this whole they was hitting my dog whole thing too, just, just stinks, man. They was hitting Jameis too. Well, yeah. Why wouldn't they? They was lighting my dude up, man. But it's all right, James. I still got your back, man. We gonna gonna ride to the wheels. I I hope his back is. I hope someone has his back because it needs to heal. And getting hit a bunch, well, it can't get hurt worse, but it can slow down the healing process. But guess what? We gonna ride to the wheels fall off, and we on one wheel right now. We have four. Point. If James, look, tell me this, James Butler, my friend, who comes into these things and it turns into a, a therapy session okay if he plays like hot garbage on sunday i have to analyze it and know for myself that he, not just hearing from you saying he if play, he plays like he has the last two weeks on sunday that, well he didn't he didn't i don't think he played bad last game like yeah yeah you know he did he so played, he was the sole reason why we lost. Say that. He played bad, but he I wasn't. We could have okay, won. You, I see, now you're already If he played bad and we win. First then, you said, I don't think he played bad. Then you said, okay, he played bad. No, I'm not saying he was the sole reason. I'm asking you a hypothetical. This is sports radio, James. If he, play, if he, 
He's so funny, man. If he if he plays this Sunday, like he has the last two weeks, and the Saints lose. Tampa Bay or Carolina? Both. Tampa Bay, no. Both. Carolina, yeah, I'll be okay. If he plays like the last two weeks. If he play like he played Carolina, I'll be okay. Mm-hmm. If 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 mm-hmm. we don't have mm-hmm. the mistakes mm-hmm. elsewhere. I don't care about the mistakes. His individual performance. If he plays like he has the last two weeks, yes, there's a bunch of other issues with the team. We've already been through this. If he plays like that, where you Man. say, at what point will James Butler say, okay, they need to try Andy Dalton? It'll be a lot, man. At what point? I don't know, but I'm riding to the wheels for love, man. I can't. I'm not turning my back like some of you guys out there. It's not like you're turning your back and saying go to another team or go get a nope. different quarterback from another team. The guys, are, they, have, they have players on their own team. That but I'm there. also the same guy that if Andy Dalton got in the game and played for the rest of the season, oh, I would dude. say I mean, you, he's going to bring us to the promise. You said last year Trevor man. Simeon was going to take the Saints to the promise. He almost did, too. If we'd have won, if we'd have... No, just stop. If, he would, he was, he was if the 49ers would have did what they were supposed if, to do, if, 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 then if. he would have did it. If, 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 if. I just need the Saints to win Sunday. We're right? going to do that. I'm tired of them ruining my week. I'm I'm sick of it. I'm sick of some, some other team sick my of week, too. We're gonna take a timeout. We're gonna come back. I, I, we we need to hit on we need to hit on some other NFL teams surprises okay. so far. We're gonna stick with the NFL with James Butler, former NFL wide receiver, former Raging Cajun. We'll get into some college football later. Don't go anywhere. It's the Great Scott Show on a Thursday. Pre-recorded this with James. Keep it locked in. CSP and Lafayette, the best ticket in sports. Scott Show, my friend, a man of the people, James Butler at Jimmy B one one eight three on Twitter. Those are the two numbers he wore <laughs> with the Rage of Cajuns. Why are you laughing? What are you laughing about? All right, James is on his on his phone looking at memes, trying to <laughs> feel better and convince himself things are maybe not what they seem. Um, ESPN Lafayette, best ticket in sports. I'm gonna have to look at whatever you send me during a break. I don't want to. I don't want to. Dis- I don't want to. Come on, this is radio. Let's 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 keep it together here, Jay. <laughs> My bad, man. I got I got to stay happy, man, because th- these are trying times, man. I promise you. What team is a surprise to you right now in the NFL? Jags. Jags. I kind of seen the Lions coming, so I won't say them. Well, they're one and two. I mean, but they're playing well. They have the same record as the Saints. All right. They're playing better than a a Lions team should. And I I hope I feel bad for Tracy Walker. Yeah, I know. 
tore his Achilles. He's done. But I know I, I like Dan Campbell. I root for the Lions when it doesn't impact the Saints. I do. But they're still, they're still, you know. The, I said this to you, what, the last time we were on. The Lions are good enough to lose to every team in the NFL by three points. Every team. The good, the bad, all of them. I've no, that is like so spot on. But that's that, the that's Lions, cr- right? That's crazy. That's the Detroit that's Lions. Crazy. That's uh, so no, spot you, on. You mentioned the Jags, man. I think the beating the Chargers the way they did was yeah. kind of like oh, okay. Because like they always beat the Colts in Jacksonville. So when they beat the Colts, it was Looking like, like uh, we see. I mean, Urban Meyer even beat the Colts. So, okay, so they. I mean, the Colts haven't won in Jacksonville in like seven years or eight. It's crazy. It's been is that so, real? yeah. The Colts just can't win in. I guess they just can't win in Florida. But I like, with I like I see beating what you did the there. beating the Chargers like that. I mean, thirty eight to ten. Oh, well, Herbert was hurt. Herbert threw for two hundred ninety seven yards. Like it, it, the Jags. I mean, just getting rid of Urban Meyer makes a difference, and they play in a really lousy division. So they're gonna they're gonna stack up some wins. Um, you know, I I think to me. I thought the Eagles would be good, but Jalen Hurts is better than I thought. Um, for the Dolphins, the big question was like Tua, and Tua's been really good. I still don't know how the Dolphins won. I mean, Mike McDaniel. Dolphins fans have to be the most happy. By the way, Dolphins and Eagles are the only two undefeated teams in the league. We're only three weeks into it. So, point is, like, you know, you're down on your team. It's like you said, it's early in the season. Right. Only two, usually the last team that's undefeated, it's it's deep into the season. Yeah. There's only two right now. We'll, we'll see how long the two of them can take it. But, like, Miami beating Buffalo when they only held the ball for only 20 minutes? Yeah. How did they pull that? Like, how did they know. do it? Like, having Tyree Kill and Jalen Waddell, it's like Mike McDaniel seems like a brilliant offensive mind, but he's right. also, like, yeah, I know all this stuff, but I don't need to overthink it either. Right. I have two of the fastest guys on the planet on my team. Right. Let me just get them in space. Right. Just, you know, I think that'll help out the offense. It's just that simple, isn't it? And and they, I mean, is there a scarier one-two tandem as far as receivers go in I the think, NFL than that? I think, well, it may not be as scary, but I think Keenan Allen and uh, Mike Williams is a scary tandem. Yeah, yeah, in in L.A., and they're kind of both nicked up. Yeah, no, that is. But I, I honestly, Hill and Waddle. I mean, that, yeah, that that is. No, I see what you're saying. Like that's a that's a scary tandem. And you know, as far as Jalen Hurts goes, like, well, I don't I don't know if he can be. I had questions about his accuracy as a thrower, but right. like, look at Josh Allen. Some guys can improve it. I mean, you look right. at Allen's early years in the league. He his accuracy. I mean, the arm strength were there, and I was big on them. But too. the the accuracy was, eh. and and you know, Jalen Ram. All these people just, oh, he sucks. Why would right. they draft him? Baker Mayfield was talking trash about it. It's like, bro, you're not good. So, uh, this other guy's an MVP candidate, yeah. and you're hanging on to a job in Carolina. Um, so I I think Jalen Hurts being an MVP candidate is a little bit of a surprise. We're only three weeks into it, but he's looked tremendous. Yeah. Um, Miami's 3-0. and Shout out to them. I mean, it's it's been those those two teams. I got to give it to them. Now, I thought the Eagles and the the Dolphins were a team I thought could be good. I just wasn't sure, and, and a lot of it was two. I wanted to see some more. It's okay. only three weeks, but I got to give it to them, man. I, I got to give it to Miami. They are 
uh, a fun team, and uh, their owner who suspended wanted, you know, Peyton and Brady, and kind of wanted to move on from Tua, and kind of settled staying put and trading for Hill and getting Mike McDaniel, and maybe, uh, maybe that's going to be a, a big time win for them in the long run. I'm surprised by their defense too. Miami's defense is better than what you think it is. Yeah, seriously. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I uh, all right. Disappointing teams, is it? By the way, Miami plays tonight against Cincinnati. I know because I have wide on fantasy. Should be good. Miami, Cincinnati's apparently wearing white helmets. So people like these white helmets. They're, They're raving cool. about them. You don't like it, dude? Why? No, I. I man, you just old school. Man. I guess That's so. Wack. I like the Bengals helmet white with those black. The Saints are wearing tight. black helmets this Sunday. That's just uh, no, no. No, that not is, here for that, it. That's a bad hand, sign. That's a bad sign. No, that's not a bad sign. No, it's not. The last time the Saints went really out there with an alternate uniform is when they wore those mustard gold things in 02, and it was it was and it was against the Vikings, and they lost the game, and I was there, and I was pissed. Sorry, ticked off. Why? Because they lost. They didn't just lose. This was the all they need to do is win a single game against some one of these three awful teams they're playing in the season, and yep. they're in the playoffs. But they left Aaron Brooks in there, yep. and he couldn't throw the ball 10 yards because yep. the shoulder was shot. And there they are against Minnesota and still have a chance to win. All they have to do is stop them late. Minnesota scores at the end of the game. Then they go for two, and Dante Culpepper drops the snap out of shotgun. Okay. Drops it. Okay. I was sitting right there in the end zone. Sorry, I'm getting mad thinking okay. about it. Okay. He just picked it up and ran in, and they won. Yay. Saints lost to I rebuke that. the Vikings. It was a Saturday game in those awful gold jerseys. They lost to the Bengals, who were really, really bad at the time. And then the Panthers to end the season. They were 9-4. and four. They lost all three of those games to three last-place teams. Missed out on the playoffs. And they traded Jake DeLome, or Jake didn't trade him. No, he signed with Carolina. And the next year, he led him to the damn Super Bowl. Yep. How crazy is that? Shout out Jake, man. Shout out Jim Havity. And and, and I, I, I'm still an Aaron Brooks defender for the record, but that was like, what are you doing? Well, the, the players got it. The player's not going to pull them. If you had been healthy enough to play when you play ball, would you have ever, or if you, if you were hurt and they said you're healthy enough to go, would you be like, no, I'm not going out there? No, never no. No. You're not going to do that as a player. If they told you you were good enough to go, even if they told you you can't go, I'm sure there was a part of you that's like, no, nah, I'm doing it. Right. And they have to force yeah. you to sit down. You got to, yeah, you got to, you had to tear me off the field, man. I'll be honest. Disappointing teams. My team, man, the Saints. Saints. Cardinals being one and two, is that a surprise? No, it's trash. <laughs> I think the Raiders. Uh, the Raiders have played, it, the Raiders are so weird. If you go look at their games, Whereas the Saints have played a little bit of good ball in the fourth quarter and then just bad ball outside of that. The Raiders are 0-3, and yet they in every one of their games, they're great for half of it and, like, terrible. Yeah. Like, for a lot of teams, it's like one they might have an off week. Mm. And the next week, they're kind of focused. Mm-hmm. With the Raiders, it's like all within a single game. It's the... It's the craziest thing. They should probably be 1-1-1 one, one, and one based on how they <laughs> played, but they're 0-3. Yeah. You know... You, even at 0 and 3, 17 game season, James. 17 games, man. 17 and we game crying season. Sitting and, there and at you one get, and two. Seven teams get in, too many teams, but seven teams in each conference. Like, you, 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 got, you got time. One and two, man. One and two. We're okay. Let's, let's, let's be calm. Sad team. Bad let's team. 
Be calm. Let's take it week by week. We win this week. We're going to move on to next week. At Jimmy B1183, let's see what he's tweeting on Sunday during the game. I'm not going to tweet anything because I got to get off it's, Twitter because some, some of y'all just be just so negative, man. And I, I can't. I just can't. Think I can't about see it. That. Think about how you feel. You're, let's say you're watching your alma mater. Mm-hmm. How you feel in the moment while watching a team you care about and something bad happens versus how you feel one or two days later. Now, sometimes they do things. I mean, I was talking about a Saints game from 20 years ago, a few minutes ago, and I was right. getting mad. <laughs> Um, but there are some things that happen and then you have time to sort of breathe and you're like, you know what? I, 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 I might've got carried away. Like they shouldn't cut this player because he had a personal foul or they shouldn't fire. Like I, I got this kind of like Twitter during a game. You've got everyone in the moment when their feelings are like at their peak. And I can't see that because I'm already in my feelings. So I have to. Kind of yeah, I feel, like, I feel like you're gonna be on there though Sunday morning. I can't, man. I can't. And you know what, too? I realized I was so upset Sunday that I, I had like a mini intervention with myself. And I wait, said, wait, you know wait, what? Wait, wait. I think I have a problem. Wait. You had a mint all right. First of all, I don't know that you can have an intervention with yourself. Yeah, I, I did. Think. I was I was I you mean was, you had an epiphany. No, yeah. Well, no, I had an intervention. And I and I I, I sat there. And I was like, you know what? So you spoke to yourself the way Joe Hornwood, you were just like talking. Yeah, like I was like, like, James, you have a problem. Yeah, I was like, man, like, I really need to change. I think, I think I really have a problem. And there's no way that something I don't have control of can ruin my entire day. Yeah, but bro, that's how this, that's how it is with the Saints. I mean, everyone's having a bad week because they lost. And I, I, I mean, but like, like, okay, all right, with respect, James Butler, I'm Scott Prather, it's the great Scott Show, ESPN Lafayette, the best ticket in sports. James, you like, just, you were born into this. This is your life. I know. Like, you're at, I know. How is this even an intervention? You're just now realizing that when the Saints lose, it just ruins your week. No, man. This has been happening just... like. Since I was, you know, a kid. Yeah, I know. Kids at school would make fun of me. I'd be mad on it. Oh, the seats suck anyway. Why do you even care? I know. I, I, know. I never got, I mean, I didn't get in fights when I was a kid, but almost did because they'd yeah. make fun of me for wearing a Saints jacket right. to school. Oh, they suck. Go Niners. Ooh, if I could go back in time. Yeah. I'd punch one of those kids right in the I understand. face. I understand because I dealt with the same thing. Right. But now it's a little differently because I understand football a little better. And so when I see something that needs to be done and it's not, it really takes me like the fumble. Like when does Kamara ever fumble? Yeah. But now all of a sudden he's fumbling and they well, run he, it back. He, he he's he fumbled once, but it was it was a freaking scooping scoop. Mark Ingram at the worst times. Worst times. Worst times. I mean, if they had lost week one, everybody would have been talking about that fumble. And then they lost week two and everybody was talking about the fumble. And he's only got, I don't know, 10, 11 lost fumbles in his career, and yet it seems like... At the worst time. Oh, yeah, with the Saints, it's just the, the worst. And and so it's like... I, I, I mean, they lost to Baker Mayfield. I, 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 man, I'm not... No, Scott, I'm not sitting here being negative. What I'm saying is, look, we're one and two, right? It's still early. We have 17 games in the season. It's okay. Let's relax. 
Let's take it game by game. How did we get back? We got back on the Saints when we were just trying to get on something else, and we just we can't help it. Because no other team matters. We just Scott. can't help it. We don't care. Okay. Can't help it. The Eagles suck. We're going to beat them on New Year's. Okay. No, no, yeah, we are. No, yeah, we are. Yeah, we are. They don't suck. They like, suck. Don't, don't who they that. play? The Commanders? And who else? The Vikings? And who else? Like, that's nothing. Okay. So you're not impressed by no, the 3-0 they're like they're, they're trash. Okay? <laughs> they're not see, better than my team. Well, you, see, what, what, you, 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 you just... I think you might be bipolar. Like a, a few minutes it. ago, you were, you were like, man, I had an intervention, and I started realizing that football has too much of a hold on me, and my fanaticism makes me crazy. And then, like, not even like a minute later, you're like, man, we is like as if you play for the same man. We we're gonna turn it around, and the Viking and in the in the Eagles suck. And what have they done? Like, what what? <laughs> What happened? You were just right there on the precipice of like a breakthrough. No. And then you quickly went back to it. Because that's me, man. What do you expect? That's a good point. We'll take a quick timeout. We'll be right back. Don't go anywhere. It's the Great Scott Show on ESPN Lafayette, the best ticket in sports. Scott Show, ESPN Lafayette, KPEL Lafayette. I'm Scott Prather, pre-recording with James Butler, former Raging Cajun wide receiver, former NFL wide receiver, a man who comes in here, and I really thought we were having a psychological breakthrough with him, and he was right there on the edge, and then he just took off and ran the other way. He's like, nope, I don't want it. I will never Walk away from this. I will always. He said he had an intervention with himself. I did. And then a minute later, he proved that whenever he got. You basically did. When, when people sit down, because you need like a group of people for an intervention, James. Yeah, it's but like I talked to myself. Yourself. So it's me and my but, other personality. Okay, well, like I was saying, you might need to. We'll talk off the air. I, I can get you. You know what, James? I know some people you have that a problem. Can help you out. I know some people. I mean, and I, I know some people in the. In the in that field that can help you out. But you were essentially were like, if if there was an actual intervention and people sat down and said you had a problem and they're like, I want to help, I want to help, I want to help. And then right when they go to like give give all these loved ones a hug, they turn around and go the other way. That's what you just did. That's what just happened. I, I literally was like, James, you have a problem. And there's no way that the Saints could make you this mad. It happened. How about how, uh, all right? Well, let's 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 talk about something good. Okay. So about something good. We'll we'll okay. get we'll get to your takes on on UL a little bit later in college football. The Pelicans media day was earlier this week. Yep. I told everybody yep. Zion was going to be looking svelte. He is in the best shape of his life. I know that's cliche, right? Because they say now last year he was he was not in the best shape of his life, and nobody was saying that. I just mean in general, it's cliche for someone to say, "Oh, they're." the best shape of their life as they enter training camp. The dude legit is 
I mean, I, I know people with the organization. I've seen some videos from practice. I mean, he is, he is flying around. Mm -hmm. Got to stay healthy. But you know what? Taking care of your body can help you stay healthy. But can I ask a question? Yeah. Do you think a lot of that is because he seen the success of the team without him and it made him feel like, uh, I need to get my stuff together? No, I, I not really. I, I, I don't know what sort of woke him up. I think not being able to play for a whole year really. Right. Yeah, when you're not able to play and the team's doing really well, it probably is even more of like, man, I really want to scratch this itch. But I think not be and you can say, oh, well, he's missed time before. Not that much time right. ever in his entire life. Yeah. And I think that coupled with, you know, the weight issues, CJ McCollum, who they they're all buddy buddy now in practice, but essentially calls him out on national TV. Like there was a lot of wake up calls last year for Zion, and it was like, man, you're you got to show you're serious. You're right. you're due for a, a, an extension here. Yeah. Um, and getting a personal chef, I think, helps a lot. Mm -hmm. And you add him to the mix, man. NBA Finals. I mean, <laughs> they're going to be fun this year. There is going to be a period of time where they're trying to figure each other oh, out. Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, I Brandon Ingram said it. They were like, oh, well, you know, you play with Zion a little, he's, but do you think you can draw off of that? Granted, this was a few years ago. Or, you know, is there going to be a feeling out process? And he's like, there will absolutely be a feeling out process. Yeah. I mean, this is a different group. This is a different core. Right. You know, it's a different team in a lot of ways. So we, you know, and, and Ingram, I mean, just the man. Like, what, what do you want to work on? He's like, adaptability. Right. I want to be able to adapt. If we're playing an opponent and we need to get it to Zion more, I need to catch and shoot, or I need to drive the lane, or I need right. to mid-range, or we got to use Jonas's passing, or we got to use Zion in the paint, or out of the, whatever it is, I want to be able to adapt. But, you know, having having CJ now with a full camp, understand getting to learn a lot of the, the sets and everything else, this team is just... If ever there was a year just to have the perfect bill of health, man, if it's this year, they're going to take a big jump. Not when the season tips off in a few weeks. I'm not saying they're going to start out like they did last year. Not at all. I'm not saying that at all. But I'm just telling you, they stay healthy. By the time mid-January rolls around, they're going to be must-see TV. Must-see TV. NBA Finals. NBA <laughs> Finals. NBA Finals. See, I laugh at you when you say this stuff, and yet... You know, I got a bet slip. <laughs> no, I got a bet slip on the Saints and the Pelicans. But yeah, man, I, I'm I'm really excited. Seriously, like I'm excited because it finally feels like, like you said, like all the pieces are finally coming together. I feel like we have the perfect coach for the for the group that we have. A coach that's young, coach that can relate to the young guys that we have. You know, Zion's looking great. Um, they're saying Herb can't stay out of the gym. Oh, he's he's already a beast. He, his name got brought up in media day multiple times, unsolicited. Mm -hmm. Like, hey, coach, you know, it, what players have done that? What is it? What about this? What about that? Hey, uh, Brandon, this, that, or the other. Is there a guy? They're all like, oh, Herb Jones, Herb Jones, Herb Jones. You know, they all talk about Brandon Ingram works hard, and everybody's like, man, I get to the gym early in the morning, and Herb's already in there. Right. With Fred Vincent, you know. Um, You've just you got a group that they just got to stay healthy, James. But it's going to be a fun season. I mean, that pocket of success late last year it took a while. It was that fun. pocket of success was fun, but it felt sustainable for the first time. Right. Yeah. And uh, and that's I think 
You've got McCollum with the extension. Ingram's under contract. Zion's under You've got a core together under contract for another, you know, three years. with, And then, you know, um, with Ingram, you know, he's got three years left. The other two, another four, uh, with Zion, five. I mean, you've got guys under contract for a while. It's not like any of your big guys are like, what? I mean, Jonas, he's, you know, he's like the fifth piece. He's not like up there with the three right. that I named. But as far as the top three guys, you know, McCollum, Zion, and Ingram, you've got them under contract for a while. There's no one going into this contract year where it's like, man, I don't know if it doesn't work out. Should they trade him? Are yeah. they going to look to the – are they going to lose him in free mm-hmm. agency? It's like you talk about committing to a process. I mean, this team's committed to it right now. Is there any moves that you think they need to make right now? Not right now, no. Now, ask me again in January, okay. you know, because we got to see how this team shapes out. But they didn't need to make a bunch of moves. Moves they made were to keep the core pieces together. Right. It's not like they added any anybody in free agency. I mean, a couple of guys that are, you know, training camp bodies, but they're not going to be. They're not going to be on the roster. Right. They added the biggest piece of anyone in the offseason. They added Zion Williamson. Right. Now he was That's already there. Whole new draft but pick. the point is, if you look at every team in the league that got a new player this offseason that wasn't there last year and. Zion, you could say what doesn't count, he was. He was, I mean, he wasn't, there was long stretches he wasn't even with the team. Right. No one's, none of the teams in the playoffs last year are adding a bigger piece to their roster right. than the Pelicans. That's true. Even, But it's the same team, so you got some continuity there. But there's going to be growing pains as far as, you know, Zion and everybody getting used to each other, feeling each other out and how it works. But I'm telling you, man. I'm excited. I, I, I wanted to have a segment where you weren't being crazy, where you were just enjoying a moment. Yeah, I'm 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 seriously excited. And um You gonna hit me up for tickets, I know that. Oh definitely, hundred percent. You should I mean that's just, like, you think I come in here just for the hell of it? Man, give me those like, tickets. Like like what's understood don't have to be explained, man. I need to go get a so I have a Brandon Ingram jersey. I that's need to go get one. a I need to get a herb jersey. It's a good one. I need to get a Herb jersey. Yeah, man. Not on her. Oh, maybe a CJ. I don't know. I don't I don't have any, but my son has a few. He has uh Valachuna. He's son. got Jonas and Zion. The other day he was wearing both of them at the same time. <laughs> he draws pictures of the two of them and he's like, Yeah, this is them. They're holding up the uh the whole championship that they just yeah. won. And he has them like side by side. Yeah. It's like go Pelkins, you know, like the spelling's yeah. a little I like it. He's 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 into it, man. He's into it, and it's, it's the one sport he really likes watching with me. So that makes it more fun. Because my guess is he probably – I I guess he would watch it if they weren't good, but it, it's more fun to watch with him when they are winning yeah. and good. And he, uh, Yeah, I'm looking forward to it, man. And I know in October with – shoot, I, November, I mean, I didn't even mention the World Cup, which I know you're just crazy and fanatical about, but – Gonna be the next two months in the sports world, James. It's gonna be total gonna overload. Be total yeah. overload. I can't get enough of it. Right. Okay. ESPN Live. You have the best ticket in sports. I'm Scott. That's James. James Butler. Jimmy Butt. Jay Butt. We're pre-recording. James is out working, working hard, protecting us, serving us. But we pre-recorded this early, early in the morning. Don't go anywhere. We got more with James and. You know, he was very, very up in his feelings right now about his alma mater. They're two and two. He's, I, you know, is he going to be the same way it was with the Saints? Is he going to be more hard? I don't know. I, 
the thing about James. One minute he's having an intervention with himself, as he put it, and the next minute he's just neglecting everything he just said. The adventure continues next on ESPN Lafayette, the best ticket in sports. Welcome back into the Great Scott Show. I'm Scott Prather. James Butler, JButt, at JimmyB1183 on Twitter. Man, I last time I talked, you were about to go up to a wedding in Canada, and you were you were upset because your friend, Boris Yama, former Raging Cajun, you were in his wedding, which, you know, you should be honored to. You were upset that they weren't going to have an open bar, and you said, I'll figure something out. I'm not, I mean, I'm, 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 it's going to happen. I figured it out. <laughs> give give us, give us an update. How was, how was the wedding in uh, Canada? Did you go to Montreal? Yeah, it was beautiful. Did you have to speak some, some French? No, but it was beautiful though. I, I, I have to say, I, I regret ever complaining about everything that I complained about. It, it was, it was, it was worth it. Okay. It's definitely worth it. So did you apologize to Boris that no, you complained about not. them not having an open bar? No, because... they w- Real quick, for anyone that didn't know... Sorry, James, let me just... No, go ahead. For our audience, James was complaining, but he explained to us that he was the reason... <laughs> that he was the reason there would not be an open bar. That the family of the... Of the, the, the bride was worried, or was it the family of the bride? Mm-hmm. Family of the bride was worried that James might, you know, just take things perhaps too far. And they're like, you know, Boris, you, you, this, 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 friend, this one particular friend of yours, uh, we're, we're a little worried about him, so we're, good, we're not going to have an open bar. Now, now that everyone has all the information, I'm sorry, go ahead. It was beautiful. <laughs> Man, like, I, so it, uh, some old Cajun football players. It was me, Yobis Walker, um, Hunter Thibodeau, Ian Thompson, and uh, John Bruce, obviously. And, uh, man, we had a, such a great time. Uh, so many. Uh, the main story that I have about this, and it's hilarious. I, I've been to Canada. I've been to Canada twice. And the first time I've been to Canada was for football. But my border experience was totally different from this time. So me going through the border the first time, or maybe because I was going through Winnipeg and it's not as, I don't know. But um, going through the border was was easy. You know, passport, you go through, it was no waiting. But this time, it was like you sit, you stand in the same spot for like an hour, okay? Like trying to get to the different agents. So I travel with the uh, camouflage book sack that Coach Witt gave us, with that he gave us with the sandbags Former and all that. Conditioning yeah, thing. so he get, that was, that was the bags that we travel with. The huge bags that you can carry. You know, I'm only going up there for three days. I don't need a lot of stuff. So I have my suit in the you know in the little dress thing, and 
I got my book sack, the camouflage book sack. So I, I scan my passport. They give me my photo ID. I'm going through the thing. I'm sitting in line, and I get to the front to talk to the agent. And one of the workers in the airport comes up to me. And he's like, hey, you. And I said, I was like, Lord, I'm about to get searched in Canada. I don't know what I did, but I'm I mean, about to look, get searched. You seem like an honest guy. Why would yeah, you want to search? I, he was you? like, hey, you. And I was like, <sighs> wait, was he, so he was Canadian though. So it was more like, hey, you. No, he was like, he was taller than me. He was me. aggressive. So he was like, hey, you. I was like, oh my gosh, <laughs> I'm about to get searched. I said, this is it. I'm about to be in jail in Canada. I ain't going to be able to make the wedding. So he's like, hey, first of all, put your mask on. So I had to put my mask on. And he was like, what are you up here for? And I was like, I'm up here for a wedding. And I had a Raging Cajun jacket on. He was like, what is that? What is Raging Cajun's? I was like, well, it's a college in Louisiana. He said, oh, okay, okay, okay. So you, you play football? I said, I used to. And he was like, okay, all right, man. Well, you can go. Just hit the exit and go out the door. Okay. So I was like, okay, cool. So I'm like, I don't have to wait for why the agent. Why were you worried that if they searched you, you'd be arrested, though? I don't know, because I was just like, why is he why, so aggressive towards you, me? But, like, did were they going to plant something on you? Like, you didn't have anything illegal, did you? I, no, but it, the way he came at me, I was just like, why is he coming at me so aggressively? But what do um, you say when you have to search a car? Well, that's different because okay. you have to you have to ask him if it's okay to search, and then you have to get him to sign, and then it's a whole different ball game. But um, so he's like, "All right, you ready to go?" And then so I left, didn't talk to the agent, but I got my passport stamp. Didn't talk to the agent, so I left, and I'm in the Uber, and I thought I said. This man let me go because he thought I was in the military because of my bag. Ah. And I said, oh. Stolen valor. So I said. Come on. So I called Ian. I called Ian. Wait, hold on. I called Ian Thompson. And I said, Ian, I didn't get my passport stamp. Buccaneer. Yeah. I said, I didn't get my passport stamp. And he freaks out worse than me. He's like, dude, they're not going to let you back in America. You need to go back and get your passport stamp. So I said, okay, hold on. I, I called Boris. And I said, hey, man, look, this is what happened. I didn't know. And he was like, dude, you don't need your passport stamp. What is he talking about? Like, don't listen to Ian. <laughs> He's like, and so Ian was like, Ian was, and when I tell you he was freaking he out probably, more than me. He probably stressed him out the entire time. Listen, trip. he was like more freaked out than me. And he called me while I was on the phone with Boris. <laughs> you back in. And I had to, I had to, he said, put me in with Ian. So I put him back in. But long story short, when I was leaving Canada, I asked them, and they said, we stopped stamping passports three months ago. <laughs> so wait, but Ian had his passport? No, stamp? no. I got here. I got there before him. Oh. So okay. I called him when he was still in, in the States. And so but when I was leaving, it was like, dude, we stopped. But I knew once everyone got up there, right. they didn't have it their didn't stamp. Matter, yeah. But when I was leaving, it was like, we stopped doing that three months ago. So I was like, okay. I but y'all figured it out. Like, okay, we don't need it all. Yeah. I mean, what did you do about the bar? That's, that's what we... So they actually... It they actually had an open bar, and they actually the the waiters was pe- like giving us wine. So they made you feel a little guilty. They were like, "See, James, we did do it, and now no. you don't need to take advantage." No, I, I I did. I listen. I definitely took full advantage of. Well, Maybe for they were just reason, listening to the show and they felt bad. I mean, probably so. I don't know. They probably you know. I, the show's huge in Canada, by the way. I made my yeah. I made my voice heard. You know, I made my voice heard. 
we listen, I can show you videos of us on the dance floor. All right. Okay. Yeah. I believe it. But what I will say, man, it was a beautiful experience. Different cultures coming together and it was beautiful. It wasn't weird. It wasn't like yeah. it was just everyone came together and we were celebrating and it was it was beautiful, man. Okay. Good. Now you get to do it again. Two weddings for one. Yep. Yep. I'm I'm cool with that one. Like after that experience, I'm like, bring it on. Is that is that the is that the one where you have to wear the the African garments? The, yeah, yeah, the with the Nigerian. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you think Ian's gonna look in that? He, again, in typical Ian fashion, he's like, dude, I'm so excited to wear this. He's like, <laughs> he's like, I'm so excited. I'm glad. Shout out, glad you had a good experience with the wedding. You guys, former alums of UL, I know you're passionate about the football team. How are you feeling about the Cajuns right now? Homecoming is uh, two days away. South Alabama coming to Cajun Field. Four o'clock this Saturday. Two o'clock pregame. Right here on ESPN Lafayette. Uh, how are you feeling about the, the Cajuns right now after uh, the 2-0 and start and then losses to Rice and then, you know, a game that awful day on special teams, just lots of lots of self-inflicted wounds and a loss, loss in Monroe to ULM. So I just want to say we played South Alabama for homecoming my senior year. So hopefully we have the same result. Um, my thing with the Cajuns is how do you expect to find an identity when you're playing two quarterbacks? So you're big anti-two quarterbacks. I'm very yes, very. Why? What, what like what do you gain from that? Is he is he not trying to hurt someone's feelings? Is he? I don't think I don't think coach would be doing that because he's worried. I mean, he said to me on Monday, he's like, "I'm not doing it because I feel bad or I'm trying to, you know, save feelings." I think this is what needs to be done. I mean, that's what he said. But I, I I don't know, man. It it I think it to me it just sends a message to your team that you're unsure who the leader should be. Like you have to stay because. The quarterback is the leader of the team. That is the guy who you turn to when when the times get tough. That's that's pretty much in most cases, not all, but that's the voice of the locker room. So now you have two of them, and it's like, okay, so if he starts playing bad, then do you turn to the other guy and never go back to the, I, I to think, the first guy? I think if that begins – well – He's he's very careful with it because I was asking Coach on Monday. I'm like, look, you told me, before, you know, at the start of camp, you did not want to have a two quarterback system. And, and I remember him saying that. And uh, and and I was like, you know, and now I know it's not a fifty fifty thing, but you know, you're using two quarterbacks. And he's like, look, I didn't expect to be here either, but you know, um, this is where we're at. And if we ever, you know, he said it's something we evaluate every week, and it's not just based on the game before; it's based on the total body of work. And I was like, so. If you guys ever do make a change, it's not going to be because one guy just had a good or bad game. He's like, we'll take everything into account. So right now, you know, I think it's – I think that's a, there's a lot of sort of fan reaction. You look at a stat sheet and you say, well, this guy played good this week or this guy didn't. Or, right. They looked better when this guy was out here, whatever. I mean, Chandler, he wasn't – they weren't great in the fourth quarter. But, like, he's – he was – he was he wasn't good against Rice. I don't even know that Ben was all that great. But I thought they played – better against ULM, but you had just some awful mistakes at the worst time and then you did yeah. huge special teams mistakes. And, you know, I, I don't, I, I, the truth is, I mean, no, neither guy's really, 
even though he consistently says Chandler is the starter, mm-hmm. you the guys really pulled away. But how, how can you pull the way when you aren't consistently, like when you can't really find your rhythm? You can't have a feel for the game if once you finally get a rhythm, you get taken out for two series and then, you know, or even in Ben's case. They played like, Ben a little bit more. Like, it, you know, early, so they, they have altered it a little. Like, I guess it was they put him in for the third series on Saturday and then, like, the first few weeks it was the, it was the fourth series. I mean, they've... They've altered things slightly, which means they're they're tinkering with it. I mean, I don't I don't know the right answer, James, because then anytime you have a quarterback competition that's as close as it was, mm-hmm. even if only one guy was playing, you're still gonna have that. I mean, ultimately what they wanted is one guy to just blow the other away yeah. and 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 really separate themselves, and it never happened. But even if you just had a one quarterback system, I mean, you know how it is. If a guy starts struggling or has one bad game or a bad series here, there's like right. put in the other guy, put him in, put him in, put him in. Um, you know, I mean, you you've been in locker room, so I'm not. But that's I, I'm not I'm not though. dismissing your point. I just feel like I, I don't know that if it was a single guy. You know, we we're talking about the Saints. I don't know that that's. You feel like if you feel like that would fix issues. I think it would fix. Like, the lack of identity issues that they're having, I feel like that's, like, it, it's, it's the, I feel like it starts with that. Like, the the issues on offense, it's the, I feel like it starts with that. So you that. don't think, you, so you're more concerned about that than than, than the lack of a, a rushing offense? No, 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 I'm struggles. not saying, yeah, those are issues too. But I'm just saying, like, the first issue that I'm having is we got to figure that out. Like, who's the leader? Who Who do they turn to? Is it is it Chandler? Is it Ben? We don't know. Like, who who do who do the, uh, the receivers call to when they say, "Hey, let's throw after practice"? Do they ask Ben? Do they like? We don't know. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, I couldn't imagine, you know, uh, being in the locker room and them say. That's why, I like, Hud's first year when him and when Blaine and Chris Mason had the competition. I couldn't imagine him saying, okay, well, we're going to play both of those guys. Billy did. I mean, Billy's first year, he played two guys. Yeah, and but. And it was similar to this situation in that it wasn't sort of a 50-50 allotment. Right. But, man, like, I, I just feel like to get things going, we just have to figure out who's okay. the guy. I mean, I, 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 I agree with everyone that says it is not ideal. I'm not going to sit here and try to argue this yeah. is how you want it to be. You want to play two guys. Yeah. Um, I think every situation is different on every team. I think every time you play two quarterbacks is different. I think it was different in, 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 in Billy's first year. I mean, Andre was kind of a backup for a while and, you know, got here through Juco and, you know, ended up just being the guy because Jordan Davis couldn't put it all together. And then Levi was there and he was younger and, you know, he was playing, but he kind of felt like the future. So you were getting him some reps and, you know, they've said as far as this year goes, well, you know, if one guy gets hurt, we know the other guy's, you know, ready. And you can you can come up with some positives, but you can also obviously come up with, as you have, you know, what you see as negatives. And it's, I, I told him on Monday, and it's like, no matter what, every week I'm going to have to ask you about the quarterbacks. Yeah. You know, and he, and he he's, you know, I, I'll give Coach credit. He doesn't run away from any questions. He's right. never cut me off in an interview or, I mean, I'm, you know, 
I'm not like a fan that's like, no, can't believe y'all lost. What the hell? You know, I mean, we we have right. we talk football, but like right. people aren't satisfied with the answers. But you you know you're you're not going to be one of teams coming off a loss. They mm. need they need like they've had flashes, right? They've right. had flashes. I, I agree. In the second half against Eastern Michigan, it was like I agree. The offense could do no wrong. Yeah. Seven possessions, seven touchdowns. First half against Eastern Michigan went too good. Yeah, you know, at Rice it was bad. In Monroe, it. They actually had some good drives that fell apart because of a bad special teams play or, or whatever. They had some drives that ended in good ways, but it, it they have flashes. The problem is too many self-inflicted wounds and, as you said, identity. You know, that's that's a word that's used in sports a lot right now. You know, the offense just, I, I think they're still trying to search for it, but I, I just have concerns about, you know, the run game, the O-line, and in all aspects of the run game. It's not all on the O-line either. I mean, you played receiver. That's a big part of the run game. Yeah. I mean, a fan's thinking of running backs and O-linemen, but it's right. It's all kind of one thing. And, um, you know, I, I think I, I told folks, don't give up. Don't give up on, on this team this year. You know, they're, they're scrappy. I know it's tough when you lose, and I get it. And when you lose, all your problems are magnified. When you win, your problems kind of just almost stay in the shadows. Right. And I had to tell a couple of fans, and listen, the two-quarterback thing, that's that's above my pay grade, so maybe they know something I don't know. But I, You're I, just I, voicing your opinion. I mean, a lot of people, are they feel like that. You know? but, but, but because I just feel like that's directly attached to the identity issue. Mm-hmm. Like, we don't know, like, we just don't know what system, which quarterback, like, how do you know what play but to like, call for which you quarterback? You had, part of it is, look, for me, you've had... For years, a great O line and a great run game. Yeah, like was was the I know some people look some people were upset about the the quarterback thing in Billy's first year, but like you knew the the offensive identity of that football team was we're going to run the ball. Yeah, right, set up exactly. The pass. Exactly. People got mad that oh, why are you bringing Levi in? It, he stuck to it. every week. We're going to bring him in on the whatever it was the third series of the fourth, no matter what part of the game it was. Um, but the identity was. Mm-hmm. And I think when you when you don't have an identity because you're struggling to run the ball, well, now quarterbacks are under the microscope even more right. because they're counted on to it's. They need to get right this Saturday. I think this is a big moment on Saturday. I think yeah. South Alabama. I mean, they've only lost one game and it was on yep. the road at UCLA by a point. Yep, they yep. look good. It's homecoming. You can have your best crowd of the season. The weather's perfect. I mean, this is yep. this is a moment here. And, you know, they're 2-0 and at home this year. Yep. You can win. It's like we were saying with the Saints. You can put together one good game of four solid quarters. People can start feeling a lot better. Yeah. yeah. But you got to put it together this Saturday. ESPN Lafayette, the best ticket in sports. I'm Scott Prather. That is James Butler. We had to pre-record this uh, for James's schedule, but, you know, he hadn't been on in a while, as he likes to say, back by what now? Popular demand. You know that. Popular demand. Who's who is who has demanded that you be back on? The people. Who's the, who are the people? On Twitter, they hit me up all the time. People like Austin, man, hit me up saying we're gonna be back on the show. You know, a lot of people, man. A lot of people. A lot of people. A lot of people. I, I've gained a lot of followers on this. Uh, Using this platform? Being, being on this platform. At Jimmy B1183, I'll tell you his handle. I appreciate it, because if you had did that, I would have been stuck. I can't I remember it. Tell him how to follow you on Twitter. Like, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I really don't know. I don't know, man. Jay Butt. Jimmy Butler. Can I close with some remarks? 
Yeah, yeah. You ready to get out of here? How about this? We'll do one more segment. I thought you were closing. You. No, okay. one more segment with you, and you get your final remarks in this next. No, segment. I was just going to say about Coach Dez. No, no, I I no, I to save it. We're going to take a quick okay. time out. All right. All right. He's going to have some final remarks. I'll have one more segment after that. It's a great Scott show on a Thursday. It's ESPN Lafayette, the best ticket in sports. Move me. What you what are you saying? Oh, you trackies and TV addict. Don't mean to this, don't mean to bring static. Oh, you cling on to your grandma's house. Grab your back street friend to get loud. Bullet doors off in. Welcome back into the Great Scott Show on a Thursday. James Butler. The Butler did it. Former Rage of Cage wide receiver, Saints and Pelicans fanatic. Uh, and a guy that uh, has agreed that he needs to see a specialist, you know, needs to see a therapist and, and work on some things, but at the same time is really fighting it because he he likes, he both loves and hates how sports make him feel. I, Is that so fair true. to say? That's so true. He both loves and hates it. But, I mean, you, if, if if you don't get, if the losses don't hurt as much, then the then the wins don't make that's, you feel as so good. What fifty cents said in that song? Uh, joy yeah. doesn't feel so good if it wasn't for pain. Yeah, that's so true. That's why when the Saints won the Super Bowl, we were crying. It wasn't because we jumped on the wagon that year and said, "Yay, who that? Get crunk!" No, it was it was yeah, it was a lifetime of good know, times, man. Being a young kid looking at the TV, being in a game where a bear freaking throws a bunch of picks and blows it to the Eagles in the playoffs and they can't all right no, I'm see you start getting me talking about old Saints memories from when <laughs> I was young, I get I get I start it gets me emotional. Uh God. Please just perform well in London Saints for the just for all of our sake. I don't I don't want to come in here on Monday morning and be in a bad mood. I don't want to I don't, we don't want to do that. James is 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 lovely the woman in his life I'll be Son, at work. they need them. I mean, come on. I'll be at work Monday morning. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And the people that you're out there Some perhaps helping or perhaps arresting, they need you. <laughs> wow, James, I mean, you look like you were, you know, pretty, not that too lenient today with some of the perps. Like, well, guess what? <laughs> Guy was, you know. Breaking laws, and he was uh, he wearing, a you car. know, a, 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 an Anthony Davis jersey, oh, and the Saints uh, just lost, and an Anthony Davis Lakers jersey, and the Saints just lost. And see, James, that will set James off. An Anthony Davis Lakers jersey. You just looking oh, for a reason, <laughs> man. What's crazy is I was in the gas station one night at work, and I was like, I just need some snacks just to make it through the last half, and it was the Anthony Davis ruffles that was in the store. And I said, I'm not about. To, I'm not even about to you know touch that. You know what's crazy about those things? I, I'm not gonna lie to you. They actually taste good. I can't but wait, no. Wait, but I've never bought them when he's on it. Okay. So sometimes you can find okay. the bag and it's lime and jalapeno <laughs> okay. and it's good. Okay. But there's something about seeing them on in the Lakers. I'm like, I don't. I don't. I just can't do it. I, I just can't. I don't like. You know, honestly, I don't like any of the Ruffles bags when there's like a player on it holding like a giant ship on fire or something like yeah i don't know i don't know it's, it, it doesn't do it for me 
Yeah, I can't. And old Scudder, who was a Pelican, yeah, sure, yeah, maybe I, I, I would eat it. Yeah, I would buy it every I'd time. Convince myself that it somehow was good, even if it yeah. tastes like booty. But people that are like, no one wants those trash ruffles. I'm like, actually, if I didn't tell you where they were from and I just put them in a bag, you'd be yeah, like, I would like, man, this is good. I mean, they are. Yeah. They're good, but. I mean, for a while, there was like a CVS that sold them, and he wasn't on it, and I'd go, I'd drive yeah. to that one. <laughs> but, you know, then he was on all of them, so I, yeah, I got to stay away. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not, I can't. I guess I never try it. One day, many years from now. Yeah, well, maybe that, because I yeah, can't. Don't want to ruffle your feathers there, James. You want, you, you had, before we let you run, this is James Butler, his last segment with us this week. I don't know the next time we'll see James. I love when James takes time for this. I mean, it. it's always good to, you know, set up shop, talk sports and, and psychology with you. Um, <laughs> psychology. And, and, you know, you, you wear your emotions on your sleeve. You contradict yourself. It's great. You bring real, authentic football knowledge to the show. And then, you know, a minute later, <laughs> you'll just throw it all in the garbage for some insane take. But it's great. It's great. I love it, even if we can't do it. And look, we thing is, when we can do it live, we want to do it live. Um, but James's schedule, it's he's a busy guy. So I appreciate that you take time to do this. And I'm going to do my – I have no idea what you're about to say. I'm going to do my best just to not interject because I, I know I apologize. I interrupt too often on this show. Um, go ahead with your, your, final, your final thoughts here. Saints, 6-2. In nine games, fifty dollars on the line. Seven, there'd be seven. Seventy-two. Sorry, in nine games, fifty dollars on the line. Yeah, we shook on it. Pelicans, NBA Finals. Okay. Cajuns, we will win Saturday. So Cajuns uh, win Saturday. The Pelicans are going to the NBA Finals. Of course, yes. This year or this this season? That's your. Yeah. Okay. And the Saints yeah. are going to real win seven in a row. Seven, seven in a row, seven and two. Say what? If you outwin Saturday and then the the Saints win seven in a row, I mean, I'm going to have to put some money on the Pelicans, like more. I'm gonna be, <laughs> you know, because if you if you pull that off, James, I will. I, I will let you get away with almost anything on the air. Which I will. I don't. I don't. Do so that. I get, I get to play my own music and stuff too. Oh, sure. you can do that even if you know. If you, next time you can do it live, we can do the James Butler show. That's fine. Okay. All right. That's fine. Next time you can do it live, it's going to be the James Butler show, and he gets to pretty much decide guests and music and all that. Man, we got to get Maddie back on for sure. Maddie, dude, I had Devin on a uh, week before last. You serious? Yeah. Are you serious? Devin so was on. We had a great conversation. Oh, I can't. I figured you'd be listening. And appreciate uh, when what what day was that? Friday, thirteen days ago. It was great. Man, I can't believe I mean, it. Go listen to the pod. Go check it out, man. <sighs> okay. You missed it. Well. I thought you listened to this show, James. I do, man. Heck, but, you man. know, I, sometimes I'll be asleep, man. <laughs> you know? I get off at 5 in the morning sometimes, man. Yeah, just, so know, it's like, I just you know, thought, I thought we were friends, you know? Well, here you go. But, nah, man. And the, with the cages, I say to the fans, let's give Coach Dead some time. All right? Let's give him some time. Like, this is not a job in most cases where you just hit the ground running. He needs time to figure it out. Let's not act like, you know, 
everything. Let's let's give him some grace. Let's give him some time. Let's support him. Let's be behind him because he's he deserves it. And I stamp him. Okay, that's my guy, and I'm behind him. And just like I said about Jameis Winston, I'm behind him till the wheels fall off. But even more so, Coach Dez, because I actually know him personally, and I'm behind him 100. percent And that's my guy. He's a so, great guy. He's a he's a sterling individual. Oh well, yeah, mean for that, sure. You know, and we could lose every game, which Lord forbid. I pray we don't that's do that. Not gonna don't say but even if we do, don't I'm still say. behind them 100. I said love for bit already. I know, but don't, don't. This wood, this is real wood. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm gonna knock on wood. This is real. Yes, this is real so. Wood. What did you think? This you think it's just fake wood in this old mm-hmm. studio? Mm-hmm. Just, <laughs> is this is this real wood? This desk. But I'm behind my guy 100. percent James you know? Butler has been. Uh, the and guest you should here. too. He's been the guest here this morning on a Thursday. Great to see you, my friend. Good to see you too, man. I'm sorry it's been a rough week. Let's hope and pray that that everyone has a great Monday next week because that'll mean that, you know, it was a good week of football. What is that? You know, like, I almost dread, like, Sundays now. <laughs> like, at these past well, two Sundays. i tell you Sundays. what, man. It, it's, it's been, it's, here's the thing. Saints have looked like booty. You're going to wake up Sunday, early kickoff, and... Right before it starts, you're going to hear a few quotes. You're going to see the uniforms. You're going to get excited about the black helmets, which I'm not a fan of. But I don't listen to the... To the you, whatever. Okay. You're going to listen to your favorite song. Maybe you listen to Gus. Whatever. Right. You're going to convince yourself it's going to be a great day. And then when it starts, maybe it is. But boy, they just, they can't. You know, it's, I'm just not going to wear a jersey. I'm not going to wear a Saints jersey. Because that, that's that's the go this week? I, 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 I don't know what else to do. What are you, you going to wear? I, nothing. I'm just going to just... <laughs> oh, God. All right, gonna, never mind. He's not no, I'm not anything. talking about naked. I'm just you just not, said I'm just, nothing. I mean, I'm just going to wear like... suit and watch the <laughs> No. What if James has to watch every game nude because he does Bro, it this Sunday if they and they win, dominate? Dude, if, if they, they do win, that... Then for the seven-game win, there's 50 bucks on the line. Listen, you know I, mean? I will take that chance. If we win like that, I will take that chance. All right, so James is uh, going to be in the nude Sunday. Everywhere. I'm not. I'm not. What? But if they lose <laughs> the next game, I'm going to try it legitimately. You're going to be able to afford your fifty dollars clothes because you owe me fifty. Yeah, you. I right. don't want that. Money. I don't want. I don't. I don't. I want to give you. The, all right, don't go anywhere. Final segment next tonight's Thursday night game. I'll uh, talk about the betting line, what to look at, who's going to win. It's a big one. CSB and Lafayette, the best ticket in sports. Welcome back into the great Scott show. Thursday night football, Dolphins, Bengals. Good uniform game tonight. Although since he's screwing it up with those white helmets, I do not like the Saints black helmet look. They're wearing it this Sunday. It's a bad sign. But uh, Thursday night football, Amazon Prime, it's a good one. And, you know, Cincinnati's at home, and they're a four-point favorite. Now, Miami is, I mean, they're one of only two undefeated teams in the league. Miami has beaten 
the Patriots. They've beaten the Ravens. They've beaten the Bills. And they've won in different ways. In Cincinnati, they've, you know, been one of the more disappointing teams in football. Now, they got to play the Jets, which was good. But they haven't really faced an offense yet that can do what the Dolphins can do. But when a line is like this, and look, it's a short week. Things have not been status quo in Florida, obviously. I get the hurdles that are up against Miami. I do. Minus four. I mean, Miami plus four, though? When a line is just like that, and it's begging you to take it. Like last week, the Colts were plus five and a half. They had looked so bad early in the season, and they were playing the Chiefs, and it was like, they're just, they're begging you to take the Chiefs there. It's almost like they're begging you to take the Dolphins here. It gets me a little... I I I think... I think the Dolphins dropped their first game tonight. Now, it's not, you know, they're going to follow it up with a win the following week against the Jets, and then they'll probably beat the Vikings, and then they're going to reel off some more wins. And I don't even know that it's because the Bengals are a better team right now than Miami. It's the circumstances surrounding the game and that line that gives me pause and makes me say, uh, yeah, no, there's something off here. Something's rotten in the state of Denmark. So I think the Bengals win tonight. Or, yeah, I think they win tonight. I mean, I'm not even going to go with the betting line. If they only, if heck, the Dolphins could win by three, and you'd still win the bet if you take Dolphins plus four. But the short week, all that feels like this is the the Bengals night tonight. Although this one's hard to pick, the line's kind of throwing me off. If you had just, if I had not looked at the betting line, and you just said, "Who do you think is going to watch out?" The Dolphins. This is weird. This is weird. ESPN Lafayette, the best ticket in sports. We're coming close to the end of the show. Tomorrow, Gus Kattengill will be on. Norman Locke will be in studio for a while. You know he's going to have plenty to say. And returning to the show tomorrow, Ryan Leaf. To talk football, not so much about him, which the last time he and I talked, we, we talked in depth about his journey, his story, and, and all that comes with it. But we're talking football. We'll talk some betting. We'll talk some college football with Ryan Leaf tomorrow. Can't wait for that. It's going to be an absolutely loaded Give Me All You Got Friday on The Great Scott Show. And the GOAT arrives. You'll know what that means tomorrow morning. In the meantime, big thanks to James Butler. Big thanks to all of you for listening. This is ESPN Lafayette, the best ticket in sports. I'm Scott Prather. Up next is the Dan Patrick Show.